Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. Heidi here from the Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Welcome to another week of content from us. So today we're going to talk about the um, the age-old question around allergy and intolerance. And this is something that I could talk about all day. I'll try not to. But obviously over at the Nest, we um, are a team of, we're paediatric nurses, but also um, allergy nurse specialists. So our childhood allergy nurse specialists. So um, we we see that there is this huge um, confusion between allergy and intolerance, and unfortunately, a lot of the time, intolerance can be called allergy as well. So, um, what we want to talk about today is the difference between the two. So, there is some confusion because with allergy, there is what we call IgE-mediated and non-IgE-mediated. And the IgE-mediated allergy is the classic kind of what we expect to see when someone has an allergic reaction, like hives on the face, swelling of the lips, face and eyes, um, the vomiting, abdominal pain. It doesn't normally affect the bowels. Um, It can, but normally it's more the quick, the IgE-mediated is the quick reaction that happens um, usually within about 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes it can be an hour or two, but often within the first 15 to 20 minutes. And then we can also have those severe IgE-mediated reactions, which are the, you know, the um, trouble breathing, swelling of the tongue, changing the voice, um, the persistent cough, the wheeze, the pan floppy, the blood pressure dropping, all those kind of symptoms of severe allergic reaction. And what happens with that is that we, a child is exposed to a food either through breast milk, through eat just or just through the child eating the food, or through their skin on a like a cream based, um, with a, a food based cream. So the food gets into their system one of those three ways and they become sensitized and what that means is that their body creates antibodies called IgE antibodies and those antibodies just sit and it it thinks that that food is like the enemy and we're not quite sure why this happens but it sits and it grabs onto the mast cells um, and the, the the basal fields in the blood and it kind of sits there dormant waiting okay if your child was never again exposed to that substance, those, mar- those IgE cells wouldn't do any- antibodies wouldn't do anything. Okay, but it's you know if they've been exposed once, they're likely to get exposed again. So in the second exposure, the IgE antibodies sense that product, and it tells the mast cells to release the histamine, and there goes the allergic reaction. There goes the hives, the swelling, the redness, the itching, the vomiting. Okay, so that's what happens with an allergic reaction. That's an IgE, that's what we call an IgE-mediated allergic reaction. There are non-IgE-mediated allergic reactions. Um, There's lots of, it will be a whole other video to talk about that, but lots of um, things like something uh, called FPIES, for instance, which is food uh, protein um, intolerance enterocolitis syndrome. 
Um, and that is profuse vomiting, like to, to the point where the child becomes quite shocked and dehydrated and can become pale and floppy. Um, but usually that happens uh, around about two to four hours post. So it's quite a delay. Um, so that's what we call non-IgE mediated. So there's lots of um, different things. Intolerance is, um, so, an, so an allergy is always driven by the immune system. Okay, an intolerance is driven by the digestive system. So an intolerance does not cause hives. It doesn't cause swelling of the tongue. It doesn't cause a low blood pressure. It's not life-threatening, okay? So an intolerance can be very uncomfortable because it's a lot to do with your digestive system. It's bloating, it's diarrhea, it's flatulence. It's just really painful gut. Um, can be can be very debilitating because it's so sore and so painful and there's not always a lot of control over the bowels for a child with an intolerance that's eaten a certain food but it's not life-threatening and this is where we want to get this point across is that sometimes this kind of reaction which is an intolerance is called an allergy so number one you then think that your child's life is at risk when it's not because um, an intolerance, although very uncomfortable and horrible, is not going to cause anaphylaxis, is not going to cause that blood pressure drop, it's not going to cause those horrible things that happen in anaphylaxis where the blood, blood vessels get very big and leaky and your airways get all swollen and tight. Okay, so um, a common intolerance is obviously our dairy and our egg um, and things like that. So there needs to be that when you get a diagnosis, or if you have symptoms that are digestive Sim, uh, digestive system symptoms with your doctor, then you need to clarify with them. Am I looking at an allergy or am I looking at intolerance? Because just question that if it's just to do with the digestive system. Um, usually with an allergic reaction, it's mostly vomiting that happens. Whereas with an intolerance, it's mostly things going down the way. Okay. So that is a bit a broad spectrum. Obviously it's not always like that, but most of the time that's what happens. Okay, so, um, and with an intolerance uh, and with an allergy, actually, the, you know, the way around this to, you know, there's no cure, but the way to stop symptoms is to stop eating that food for a while, but this must be done under medical guidance. Okay, because taking a food out of a young child's diet, or if you're breastfeeding, and that's the only exposure to that food that that child has, taking a food out of the diet unnecessarily can, can, as we know, cause an allergy because it makes the immune system very hot and high alert for when that food goes back in, if it, gets, if it goes back in. So it needs to be done under medical guidance so that we know we don't leave it too long because with intolerance, the only way we know is often to take it out and then reintroduce it to see if it, symptoms go away and then symptoms come back again. With a true allergy, if your child has had allergic symptoms, like the hives, the swelling, then you need to see a paediatric immunologist for skin prick testing. That will tell us if there's a, um, a sensitivity there, and then we know to cut that out, and we wouldn't necessarily reintroduce it without more checks um, on your child with skin prick testing and things like that. So we would be led by other factors. So um, I hope this has been clear for you today. Um, don't forget to go to the bottom of every page on our website at thenestcpr.com and grab your first aid, um, your virtual first aid kit, which is at the bottom of every page. It's a free PDF download that you can get um, with all about like choking, burns, CPR, those kind of things in there. 
And then also um, for our allergy mums and dads out there, we have our Allergy Anaphylaxis Masterclass, which again, you can um, watch it immediately. Just go straight to the bottom of every page on our website and you can grab that as well. Okay. Otherwise, take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.